All right, welcome to another episode. This is a special episode of the Final Percent Podcast with an incredible friend of mine. Uh, it's actually kind of a follow-up, not kind of, it is a follow-up podcast. Um, she was battling the C word. She she got the the words that, you know, no one wants to hear, you know, you have cancer. And 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 she went to to battle with with the C word, if you will. And she really developed a miracle mindset. And I think that a miracle, a, a lot of people are constantly waiting for these external things. And, and as we went through this whole thing, we often talked about, you know, when, when people pray or they, you know, ask God for guidance, he often sends the ingredients to bake the cake. He doesn't send you a cake. Um, it's up to you to, to, you know, bake your miracle, if you will. And that's exactly what Ali did. And so she's going to update us on where she's at, what she went through, all of the things that it take or it, it took to, you know, go through actually getting a miracle to happen, birthing a miracle, if you will. So without further ado, Ali, why don't you just, you know, the floor is yours. Take us through what's happened what you know your mindset what you did and where you're at perfect well thank you so much for having me and i'm super excited to be able to share with the community uh, as to to what's happened because 2023 was an incredible year for personal growth and it's one that most people would look back on and say oh man that was a crap year for you i look back on it and i'm like Hell yeah, that was an incredible year for me to, to grow and change and become. Yeah. So, you know, just, just following up from the last one, the biggest, the biggest thing that I can reflect on is becoming a decision maker and not a people pleaser. And it's, it's a challenge. And, it, and I'm just going to say for women in particular, we, we like to make sure that everyone's happy and we like to uh, to please other people and make sure that everyone is is on board with whatever vision we have and, and validation, external validation comes into that. If someone told me that, yeah, you made the right decision, well done, then perfect. Uh, whereas last year I, I learned that, hey, my inner voice my intuition is something that I really need to tap into. And it was a challenge to be able to find it and, and listen to that voice and realize that I have my own internal power and the path that I'm choosing has to be one that is mine, that I've made that choice in silence. And it's not, it's not predicated by the traditional path. I mean, a mutual friend of ours, George Bryant, is is said that if we're walking on someone else's path, we're creating their vision and not our own. And and that that really resonated with me as I was was moving forward. So uh, I can't recall if our last podcast was before or after I had surgery, but uh, just as an update, it. When surgery time came, I was faced with a choice to participate in a clinical trial as to whether or not it would be the less invasive laparoscopy or the full 
uh, full surgery because it was ovarian cancer that I had had. Uh, so it would be the removal of essentially all of the lady parts. Um, and so I, I could participate in this. And then of course, I want to have the, the less invasive but maybe if I did the less invasive, then they wouldn't get everything. So then all of these fear seeds were being planted. And how can I make that choice? So essentially what I did is, is put it out to the universe, put it out to God. And I hesitate because this is just something new for me, the spirituality world. So I've always talked about the universe in general because it's a safe word for whoever I'm talking to. But it, what what I've been what I went through is realizing that I am asking God and I surrendered in terms of the choices out of my hands no matter what I want it's not my choice and whatever happens will be the right next step for me. Mm -hmm. So what did end up ultimately having is that I had the full surgery and that, that surrendering honestly made, it was just, it really lightened my choice because I wasn't in control. Whatever happened, happened. Mm -hmm. And I did have the full surgery. Um, I did research on it. And, and then the, the affirmations that I was asking myself or saying to myself before the surgery is that I have all of these people surrounding me, my guardian angels, my spirit animals, my people like you, people like the community who have been praying for me. And I just found out this morning that my aunt in England was praying for me. And, uh, you know, it, it's, having those people and to, to not need a blood transfusion, that the blood will be moved away from the area and just little things like that. And rather than making this a three hour podcast, in summary, it was the surgeons came to me after and said, you did not need a blood transfusion. It was incredible. You lost such a minimal amount of blood. We don't know what happened, but uh, and it was just like, wow, this is really cool. So that was just one example. Mm -hmm. uh, well, and, and I mean, you you kind of pulled out all the stops. So you did, uh, you know, what the traditional oncologists were telling you. You also went to a natrio, nat naturopath and um, you got vitamin C treatment. You did uh, fasting. And I mean, the, what, what was the longest you fasted for? Because these weren't, it, it, this wasn't like a, 16 hour fast. Like what was the longest you fasted for? Uh, each chemo cycle was 72 hours. So three full days. So it started on the Sunday at about lunchtime. And then the chemo treatment was Tuesday. And then I fasted till Wednesday at lunchtime. And it's incredible because when you hit that 72 hour mark, this is when all the research comes in, your body creates some stem cells. And those new stem cells go out there and they find different parts of your body that are injured or mutated cells. And it throws it into your lymph system and, and clears it out. Mm. So it, it just, when you realize the power of your body it, and, and all you need to do is to 
to all you need to do. It's, it's a lot of things, but uh, <laughs> is, is support your body and believe. Yeah. And, you know, I say the word believe, but as you've, you've mentioned before that there's a difference between believing and knowing. Well, I, I think that actually, um, that that leads us to a, another thing, and and you know it's not something that I'm super proud of, but in the interest of transparency and you know letting people know like how scary this is behind the scenes, because I mean for anyone who doesn't know, Ali Ali is so much more than a a client. Like she's turned into one of my absolute best friends. Like I love this woman. I love her husband. Um, and there were moments. There's there's two particular moments that I remember. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the nicer one first. Um, but I remember laying on this couch and like almost being in tears, thinking and praying about what Ali was going through. And Ali and I have always had this kind of weird connection where, you know, we'll be listening to the same song and then we'll share it to each other at the exact same time to where the text messages hit to where there's no way we just respond. It's, it's very like serendipity just does not do it justice. Um, and, you know, I remember that that moment, um, but there was one moment where I was I was more scared than I realized. And I still believed, but I didn't know. And I, I talk a lot about with people is like, you know, you believe in Santa, you know, your parents. There's there's a there's a big difference there. So the act of knowing is so much more powerful than the act of believing. And I still believed, but I didn't know. And I remember talking to Ali, and this is the second thing that, again, I'm not super proud of, but I had said something along the lines of, you know, you're going through this and you're going through cancer. What I was really doing was I was projecting because I was scared and I'm like, hey, there's this C word happening. Like, basically, why are you not more scared? And she corrected me super quick. And she just says, look, I like, yes, I got diagnosed with that, but I'm beating it and I'm, I'm cancer free. I know that. So stop saying that. And she, she corrected me immediately because she was in a state of knowing I was still in the state of believing. And it was, it was a sobering experience for me because oftentimes I'm like the engine that like keeps people going, but I didn't realize how scared I was. And I think that the, you know, these, these illnesses that, that, happen in society we we don't realize how far reaching and you know Ali and I were talking yesterday and she said it was it was kind of overwhelming as she was letting people know she didn't realize how many people were praying for her how many people were were showing up and i think that this 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 helps people especially especially with uh using this illustration because Ali I, she was a math teacher um, so unfortunately, what we do in today's society, we live, a, we, we think that life is linear and life is, you know, it's, if I just show up, like how many times have you been told if I just show up and I do the work and I'm going to get, you know, social security or a pension or tenure, whatever it is that you're going for. And then just life is good. And, and it almost never works out that way because, you know, I, I, uh, I read this book called, um, Man, all of them run together. I can't remember which one it is. But it talks about how we are living in what's called an accelerated environment. AI changes everything. You know, wars change everything. COVID changes everything. Cancer 
changes everything. And there's so many things that are happening and the opportunities and all these things that are happening. It, it means that we know we don't actually live a linear life. It's not, Hey, you know, wake up, go to work, go to school, get a better job. Everything is fine. Everything's changing kind of all the time. So you need structure and you need stability, but you also need strategy and creativity. And it's the people out there who think that it's just this linear curve. It's, it's, it's going to be, it used to be much more linear because everything was so much more predictable, but who do you become when the unpredictable happens? And I think that that's a testament to what Ali was able to show up as and, and become in so many areas because she is now a different person than she was pre-diagnosis. And now she's much stronger. And now, I mean, if, if she gets a, you know, if COVID-27 happens or what, whatever is whatever, whatever comes down next, you know, she's going to be able to withstand that her wherewithal is so much different than it was before because she doesn't need to live in the linear existence because realistically it's not, it's not how we've ever lived and all of the greatest things have happened because of creativity. And if you listen, you know, every person she could talk to spiritual science, hybrid naturopath, things that she felt, I mean, she pulled out all the stops and she got creative and like she said, like, like, like we said at the beginning, she baked the miracle into existence. She had all the ingredients, she found them, and then she baked the cake for her that is going to combat this incredibly tumultuous news that she got. And I think that that's just a, it's a really good lesson for people right now, because so often we get the the book that says seven steps to success or Here's your five like things that you have to do. And then you're a guaranteed millionaire, whatever that people say these days. Um, and that might've been true at that time for that person with those resources. And it's not true for everyone. You have to bake your own cake, but utilize my experience, utilize Ali's experience, utilize all the books that you read, but we just, we don't live in this linear math equation that a lot of people think that we do. And that's why a lot of people, you know, when they come into my world and they'll see either, you know, the chaos of events or projects getting across or, you know, company, Ali and I are in the process of trying to, you know, take two separate companies international. Like we're, we're in the process of doing like these things. And if, if anybody says that this stuff is easy, they are lying. They are lying or they have like decades and decades and decades of experience and an unlimited amount of money with legal fees. But at the end of the day, it is it is the unknown and the experience of building together and being together, which is what I think you know, humanity needs more of. So looking at what Ali accomplished, I mean, it's, it's a real life miracle. And I, and I, and I don't, I don't say that lightly. I mean, we had, you know, if, if anyone's interested, I'll put it on my, cause I think right now it's only in our private Facebook group. Um, but we actually, I, I wrote Ali a song called miracle 
And then we actually had, um, this was at our retreat in Wyoming. Um, and we had footage of, you know, my mom cutting her hair because, you know, it was kind of, it was symbolic. And, uh, you know, my, my son, who wasn't even two at the time, you know, sitting with her and wondering what was going on, but he could feel the energy. But, you know, and I could, I was, I was just, I couldn't even speak, which is, which is rare for me. Um, I was just, I could, I was uncontrollably crying, but it's, it's those moments, the, the community and the, the, you know, adjustment points that you, you dive into and lean in and lean on so that you can make it through. And, uh, you know, talk us through some more of like the ups and the downs and, and the challenges of the mindset, because I think that's really where, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you did, which is, which is fine. But like we said, just because you have that blueprint doesn't mean it's guaranteed to work for everybody. I think the 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 miracle here really is the mindset. And I mean, for you to say, hey, I'm diagnosed with ovarian cancer and 2023 is one of the greatest years of my life. Like, it's pretty obvious you have a miracle mindset. So help us understand, you know, what, how do you keep that going? What, what, what is this? this miracle mindset that is, is uh, exuding away from you that, that infects people in a good way. Like if you have the choice to get Ali's miracle mindset or COVID, trust me, go talk to Ali. It's much better, but talk uh, us through how- That's how setting the bar really low too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, essentially it's, it's so many things, but really and truly, it is coming down to community. It is coming down to including yourself in that community. And being January 1st, yesterday, and me receiving an email from the, the hospital with my CT scan results saying, I'm going to try not to get emotional here, but I may do, um, saying that there is no evidence of reoccurrence. If any of you have done any research with ovarian cancer, it's known as the silent killer because you tend not to find out about it until it's too late. And it plants little seeds throughout your body. And the fact that uh, I listened to myself and I did not do the last chemo session uh, I was concerned and my body was screaming at me saying that if you do the seventh one, there may be other future damage that you're causing throughout your body. You may be affecting your liver, your immune system. I didn't know what it was, but my knowing was that I didn't want to do this. So uh, I reached out and was, I reached out to the oncologists and I, and I wanted to know why I needed to have it. Cause I knew I did not have cancer. I knew when I entered that surgery room, I no longer had cancer, but I still needed to finish the end where I'm working with the holistic paramedical and the traditional roots. So, uh, knowing that, and then saying, listen, I'm going to surrender and let my body and God slash the universe make that choice for me. And if my numbers are too low, 
by the traditional medical route, and so they want to postpone that chemo, then that's my sign. And that's exactly what happened. My immune system uh, numbers were down at 0.7, which is critical in terms of the traditional world. So I said no and caught a lot of flack from the oncologists and from the medical world saying that I've made the wrong choice. I know I've made the right choice. And now having that external validation of the CT results coming in saying, guess what? You were right. Um, it's just helped to boost my confidence in, in my knowingness. Uh, also with it being January 1st, so many people are then looking at their goals for the year, looking at uh, what will we achieve in this upcoming year? I Every year, here's, here's the year before and last year's, I write letters to myself to be read on December 31st. And reading through it, it's always been very tactical. As entrepreneurs, we, we do very tactical things. Let's set goals. Let's set uh, quarterly sprints and, and that type of thing. So that's the way it's always been. Last year, absolutely nothing came true because I was focused on my health from that letter. But what struck me as interesting is that so many of us will choose a word for the year. And in mine, my word for 2023 was growth. In an entrepreneurial world, that means business growth. You know, my business is going to grow. I'm going to increase my finances and that type of thing. Never in a million years did I think growth meant tumor. Mm -hmm. You can't predict these things. And the other three words that were to support that word growth were miracle, community, and love. Like, does that not bring on goosebumps? Like, wow, that is incredible. So, oh my God. <laughs> Tell me I didn't about know it. that. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yes, it is. And I, I do believe that that our mutual friends, Dale and Marla, Marla's word was also gross. She's now growing twins. So, you know, like, it's just incredible. So when you're choosing your words, don't take it lightly. Like, yeah. make sure that your word truly portrays what you are working towards in the future, your ideal portrait. Um, so I've kind of answered your question-ish in a roundabout way, uh, but it's knowing the picture at the end. That is the, the critical piece. I knew that I was cancer-free. So when I was first diagnosed, I didn't believe it. I thought maybe I was in denial. Maybe, no, I wasn't in denial. I just, I am not a cancer patient. I've said that all the way along. And me having, it was, I, I'm planning my 110th birthday. Like I have 56 more years to go. Um, this is the first time most people have seen me without a wig. And I was debating whether or not to do it, but I, I love I wanna, that you did that, by the way. I love it. I, I want to be my authentic self. I want people to see what it's like uh, going through chemo for the first four rounds. Yes, I lost my hair, but then during surgery, it grew back. And uh, then 
when I had my remaining two rounds of chemo after surgery, it fell out again, but only the dark fell out. The white is still there. So, so that to me is to wisdom. Be, you're, yeah, I was going to say, you're just trying to be distinguished. It's you're, mm -hmm. yeah. I, <laughs> um, Ali, I think that uh, it's going to be fun to, you know, kind of follow along on the journey. Cause I think the other thing that you you've done here is you've planted so many seeds. Cause you know, I firmly believe that, you know, God puts the most pressure and the way that I look at things is stress is external pressure is internal. Um, obviously you've had some stress, but he gave you a lot of pressure to become this person. And I think a lot of people, when they say, find your why, um, they do it, they do, they do it through stress. So they're going to crack. Um, and what I mean by that is if you are stating that your why is to make a bunch of money, that's external. You're, you are going to fail. But if you state your why is I want to, you know, equip, you know, female entrepreneurs, or I want to equip people going through ovarian cancer. I want to equip this, that, and the other so that they can understand that, again, they can know the picture at the end so that they have a clearer path or or a, a, or at least a more well-lit path. I I truly think that you're you're just one in I mean I don't know how many people are on planet Earth but you know one in eight billion or whatever that is 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 set up to be a lighthouse for so many other people that unfortunately are going to go through your position from a career change to navigating I mean I I think we touched on this but like navigating how how far. It, in debt were you in the middle of the COVID after you know the real estate came crashing down? 2.7 million. 2.7 million. So okay, so, hold on. Let's just get this let's get this straight. All right. So you within the last three years have gone through beating ovarian cancer and clawing out of 2.7 million dollars of debt. Yeah, I'd say the world needs more Ali, not less. And I think that that is, there's pressure that you've gone through to create this diamond that, you know, really is going to shine in, in 2024. And I'm, I'm excited to see where that, where that takes you. Did you, did you make a word for this year? No, no, no okay. I, I, other than you're like i'm scared so, of the words i'm not putting i know <laughs> i know like I, I i first thought well maybe surrender but then i'm like well no because what am i surrendering like i yeah. i don't want to have crazy challenges where i have to surrender um yeah. so no i don't know i don't know at this point other than happiness that's a good word and uh, it's it's i wish when we first start, started working together, I wish you, you, this version of you could go talk to that version of you. It, you're, 
you like legit have gone from a caterpillar to a butterfly. Like it's it's astonishing. It's really it's really amazing. Like you are so inspiring to me. I love talking with you. Um, my word, well, my word is you've that. been a, you've been a, a really big part of this journey and my becoming. Uh, you, your community, your family. It's just absolutely that. You know, the universe puts people. God puts people in your life. Yeah. Uh, who need to be there at that point in time? And when we first met in Arizona, we never knew. No. No, I still I still remember that like going and sitting into that like little library thing when we had our first chat. And uh it's just so it's so interesting how much we don't know. Cause if if you would have said, hey, because I I realized that you know, three three people really in particular, or well, three couples in particular um that ended up coming into my life because I went to Phoenix you know yourself and Terry even though Terry wasn't there um Dale and Marla uh and Craig and Meredith it it I was trying to figure out why in the world did I say yes to going to that Conrad had just been born he was a month old and so I didn't want to fly with him and so Kayla and I got in a car and drove there and something just told me that I needed to go. And it's just so interesting how things evolve and, you know, where we're at now. And I mean, now there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to be, we're going to be in each other's lives forever. Um, my, my word is depth. Um, what I found, especially when you're an entrepreneur and I, I invite as many people to do this as possible um, when you're an entrepreneur, you tend to think you always need to be in expansion mode, that you need to be in, you know, grow mode, growth, like it's everything's like one of those things. And I realized that there's a lot of relationships that I just love, like, you know, obviously my relationship with Kayla being, being, being one of them and, you know, yourself and Eileen and you know, Conrad, my relationship, even with Jesus, were they were starting to take a back seat because the, the weird thing that I started to notice is when you have those people that you just know have your back, you don't necessarily run maintenance on them because you know that they're always going to be there. It's kind of like your mom and dad, like, you know, they've got your back. So you're just like, why would I call them? Like I can call them whenever. But then I, I started paying attention to who who got my time and it was all the squeaky wheels. It was all the drama and it was all the people trying to, you know, blow things up in, in either their life or my life or a combination. And I just started asking myself, why, why, why do they get the attention when, you know, I could be building something incredible with Eileen or you, or instead of, or all of us together. And that's why I'm really excited for the cruise that we're about to go on because, you know, we've got so many incredible people and we can all dream together and build together and put stakes in the ground together. And that's that's really what this life is about. And I want to go, you know, deep in the infinity model and I want to finish my books. And instead of me, like I was talking to Kayla about this a couple of weeks ago, instead of 
me finishing my books together, like, why am I not using the community? The, the thing where the infinity model has really, you know, changed or helped people or the final percent has changed or helped people. You know, why am I not like going back and forth with you? Hey, what do you think about this concept? Because you are all in, you do understand the final percent at a level that very few other people do. And we're going to be better together. And the collaboration of conversation of aligned people is an exponential equation. And I just, you know, that's why in 2023, I'm like, I have, I have to just focus on going in depth with things. And so I I literally have a list of 10 people and that's, that's my, my, my depth list. These are the people that I want to make sure I'm going as deep as possible with. And you know, setting that intention. And I, I invite anybody who is is struggling with I don't I've never done the New Year's resolution because it just it kind of feels uh declarations, as I say, are are largely ceremonial. So who cares? But if you say, hey, like this is this is kind of the feeling, the intention that I have, you know, I'm going to this is this is how I'm gonna show up. And I'm going to create, you know, the next version of me. That's what we're doing. We're, we're in creation. We are creative creatures. Um, so what's, what's the, what's the next, you know, thing for you? What's, what's in your, what's in your brain? Um, whether, whether it's something that you want to do, uh, something that you want to become, uh, if it's, it could be, you know, a nugget of wisdom for people. What do you think? You know, what's on your brain or heart to share with people, either with you personally, your business, or a tool or something that you've gone through that you think could help people in 2024? Well, you were saying that, and I had all these ideas jumping into my head. Uh, just want to quickly touch on community and making sure that you're right in the right communities. Uh, with going through ovarian cancer, there's a lot of support groups that are out there for people and their caregivers. What I was finding is that when I was in those groups, I was the positive light for those people. So I was supporting the group as opposed to the group supporting me. And yes, that's lovely, but when I'm going through that, I wanna be in a position where I can be pulled up by other people. And that is where TFP in particular uh, that community is it's not it doesn't ever have an agenda other than supporting and helping people. And that's where I found my source of growth and huh, growth. There we go. And um, <laughs> and positivity. Just because I'm portraying myself this way doesn't mean that I have all the answers and that I'm always in a positive mindset and I'm always this miracle creator, even as much as three or four days ago. Uh, I had not received the results of the CT scan and I had the CT on December the 19th. This hospital is usually pretty quick at getting things back to me. And so the, uh, that, that story that we all know of with the, uh, the Native American sitting around a fire talking to his grandson about the two in, internal wolves, the good wolf and the bad wolf, mm-hmm. and which one will succeed, the one you feed. Well, I had the, the, the negative wolf going, it's because there's a problem. They found something. And, and so that kept coming up. And I, I was really 
really struggling against it and trying to shut that voice off. And then finally, the good voice, the good wolf piped up and said, no, you know that you are good. You know that you are cancer free. The traditional medical world is astounded by this and they're passing your results around from person to person going, what am I missing? So again, that, that helped to, uh, to be able to quiet that voice. So that's a nugget that I am going to share there. Um, I am, I know I said that I would have my book written by December 31st. My struggle has been just as you mentioned earlier in, in this podcast, that my path is not the path for everybody. And I don't want to write it as I have the answers for people. Mm-hmm. So just understanding my journey enough to be able to share it and and say that this is what worked for me. Take the nuggets that you need from it for your own. Um so I, I do feel more in flow now in particular that I've got the results and I, do, I don't feel like an imposter saying, here, do this without me officially having the results that I now do. So I've now got the confidence. Granted, they were external results, but we won't go there. Um, <laughs> Business-wise, uh, it's, it's financial stability, financial uh, making sure that we do continue to pay off the people because we're not totally out of debt yet. We've just thankfully had a lot of people that have been patient as I've traveled through 2023. So it's paying back those people and creating the passive income to allow me to enjoy life on my terms, be it financial, geographical, and time freedom. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doing that through through our real estate organization that, that we're taking international into Canada. So I don't know if we can name it but I will, um, Renatus is, is incredible. So, uh, having that education platform has given me the knowledge and I'm going to be moving into the States with my portfolio, starting with Georgia and heading to Georgia, uh, in February to be able to continue that network, um, and, and grow. So anyone listening to this, if you're in Georgia and, uh, you know, I'd love to connect with you so that I can, support you and you support me, uh, as, as I go down that route. Um, and, and, you know, obviously the final percent supporting that group as much as I can looking forward to the cruise and travel and getting my book finished. Yeah. Um, Sharon Lecter also gave me a challenge in 2022. I think it was at your summit, uh, saying that I should have it written by the time I traveled to her ranch. So it was postponed last year. It's happening this year. So it's either it's either the beginning of June or the beginning of October. So you gotta well aim at June. Yeah, gotta gotta get her done. Yeah. Um, well, I think I think that that is um I think that's incredible. And I, you know, just some of the things that I'm hearing and and I can obviously with less dire circumstances surrounding it um i there's a lot of things that resonate there with me i unfortunately you know have been guilty of going on the island just like everybody else and it really is when you have a community and you dive in with the community 
you get the support, you get understanding, you get, there's so much that comes along with it. Um, and so I, I completely agree with you is, is, is pay attention to the community that's around you. Pay attention to the information you're getting. You know, when I was going through my health transformation, I, I said, you know, you're not just a product of what goes in your mouth. You're a product of what goes into your eyes and your ears as well. So make sure you're mindful of, of what's happening there. Make sure you're mindful of, of where, of who you're becoming and you can look around and you'll be able to identify who you're becoming based on who you're hanging out with. And, you know, it's, it's amazing to, to hear when, when Terry sent me the little picture of the, the thing, and then you were able to, you know, call me yesterday with the news, you know, instead of these super controversial topics that get people to, you know, do the clickbait and all of that stuff, you know, I, I immediately was like, man, let's interview you on the podcast. The world needs more positivity. The world needs more wins. The world needs more miracles. And I think when everyone starts realizing that they're a walking, talking, living, breathing miracle, all they do, all they need to do is find the ingredients and put them together. Um, miracles are possible every single day um, in so many ways. And you just, you have to have the glasses that that identify miracles instead of negativity. And I think that that's, that's what we uh, unfortunately are, are programmed to, you know, uh, there's a famous thing where Einstein, you know, does, you know, nine times nine, nine times whatever. And, and he goes down and does 10 different problems and he gets one of them wrong. And uh, all of the kids start saying, well, I mean, you're supposed to be one of the greatest physicists in the world and you, and you can't even get that right. And he said, no, I'm teaching you a lesson that the only time you wanted to raise your hand and talk to me was about the negative. And with our reticular activating system, we tend to try to find the negative because we don't, we, we're, we're programmed to not get hunted. So we use our fight or flight and we see the negative. We focus on the negative. We run away or we attack the negative. And it goes back and then you, you take it right to the, the wolf thing. You know, once we identify the negative, we start feeding it and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And you, we do this in marriages in friendships in business partnerships and certainly inside of ourselves. And the best way to combat that is to get around people who can help identify the miracle in you so that you're focusing on the positive. And, you know, I know I've done that with you and I know you've done that with me. And that's why we make a great team. And that's why, you know, we've got this group called the final percent, which by the way, is not my group. It is our group. Ali is just as much part. I don't like the the whole guru vibe. So this is everyone's group. It's, it's, it's turning into, you know, I might've started it, but uh, the only thing that, you know, I told Kayla, I said, she, she said, well, what's the, what's the point of the final percent? I said, you know, I might've started it, but the point of the final percent is for me to not finish it. That means that when I die, it keeps going. And I want it to be a generational thing that, you know, helps people for thousands of years. You know, I think that we're doing some incredible work 
And that means it has to be, it can't be just mine um, because it's way bigger than me. And it has way more stories than just me. And this is just, you know, one one story inside of our our little corner of the universe that that I think can shed light for people and light their path a little better and give them hope and meaning and a, a place to point to. And and at the end of the day, you know, just to reiterate, we're all walking, talking, breathing miracles. We just have to know that, not just believe it. We got to know that. And if this story, if Ali's story can help you know that you're a miracle, then we did our job. And, you know, this is like Ali and I didn't get on here to to, you know, talk about like just TFP or or like try to get praise. We're, we're we want to shed light on positivity and possibility and and shed light on miracles instead of negativity. And, you know, that's what this is all about. So. You know, from my heart to yours, Ali, thank you so much. I love you more, by the way, anytime you... You got me. <laughs> thank you. I accept. Uh, just so you guys know, uh, if you haven't heard us say that, we have a thing inside of uh, TFP that has, has kind of, it's it's become a big, it's almost like hi and hello and goodbye. Um, for whatever reason, we say I love you more, but then you can't say I love you more back within nine minutes. There's all these weird, funny rules. Like if you say at the same time, people play rock, paper, scissors. But what that means is I love you more than any circumstance. I love you more than anything that could ever come between us because that's external. I love you more because we have something special between us. We recognize it and we will never give up on it. And so for all those people out there, if you have someone that you love more, start telling them that. Start helping them understand that love transcends the environment and the circumstantial. So it's almost it's this fun game inside of TFP. If you join us at our, our Facebook group, the Final Percent Network, you will see a lot of I love you more. So just be prepared. It's a little bit of a love fest. Uh, and she's right. There's no agenda. We're, we're, there's, we're not throwing, you know, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. We just... We really just want to see the world a little better than it was yesterday. So thank you so much, Ali. And uh, I'm sure this is the first, well, the second of many podcasts, because uh, we're going to want another update, especially maybe we do a podcast on the cruise. That would be fun. That would be fun. And then the one after that in Africa. Uh, the, one of the things that Ali and I have talked about many times is we want to go on safari together. So um, that if, you know, there's no way it doesn't happen. So if if you are interested in going on safari with TFP, let us know. We're going to start putting it together. So thank you so much, Allie. I love you bunches. Perfect.